0: Hey, Jason Rice here, Lot Pop, and NADA is here going on now. i will be there over the weekend. Looking forward to that. What's up, Adam? How you doing, sir? And um, I'm going to wait for a little bit of build up here, and some audience, but be heading to NADA here in a, a little bit, and it'll be good to, to get caught up with everybody and, and all the things that are happening in the industry. But really what we're seeing right now going on with the industry, what's up, Steve? Thanks for joining. Um, seems like everybody. Uh, awesome, Adam. Good to hear from you, brother. See you, Doug. Hey, how you doing? Um, but here, here's what's going on. Uh, even in uh, franchise dealerships, obviously independents, uh, always struggle with it but trades are down. Seems like new car businesses is down, especially certain franchises. I won't call any them out, but a lot of those dealers are struggling and they can't get any trades. So now to keep inventory flowing because it seems like traffic's up and sales are going good uh, but to keep that inventory flowing you have to go to the auction. Now the auction is crazy high. Retail numbers are higher. The guys are complaining they can't go to the auction and replace these cars. So now what? What do we got to do? Now um, January, February, March, if you look at shopper counts online, we all know this tax season brings uh, a high peak of interest of shoppers and people buying cars. So if you look at, like, you can go back into your auto trader or some of your third-party sites and look at traffic, January, February, March is always a peak, and then it starts dropping down in April and May and June, and then maybe goes up a little bit in July and August, and I talk about this a lot in some of my videos, but... so. March and April are gonna be strong months. April will tamper off, but it's usually in some markets a strong month still, but come May and June, it's gonna soften up. You got a lot of things going on. School's ending, vacation's starting, people are finally you know, cabin fever and outside doing things and uh, distracted, and if they're gonna buy something, a lot of that money was spent already with tax season time when they got their tax return or that money's being spent on a vacation. So that April, May time, um, and May and June starts softening up. And so what I wanna talk about is, you know, I've had some stores that be able right now been able to ask a little bit more for their cars, but the only way that they were able to do that was the fact that, the one, they were clean. So they could risk it and ask a little bit more for their cars because they could also shift real fast because their inventory was clean. If the, raising the prices a little bit would work. But any dealership that's struggling with age right now, you got to use these months that are traffic. There's traffic out there. Get rid of these cars because if you're still holding on to some of these things and April and April going into May and June, uh, I think you're gonna be hurting a little bit more in those months because it's slower and then wholesale starts dropping off because things started tampering off. So um, one, I wouldn't necessarily raise prices if you're not clean. If you are clean, you got maybe 21 days or so, three weeks, four weeks tops of where this market stays strong and then it's gonna drop off. The other reminder I wanna tell, and, and so now what was part of this was, any cars you're buying right now and paying high money for at the lane, um, you're going to be, if, if you don't get rid of those cars pretty quick, 30 days or so, you're going to be stuck with these cars in May and June that you pay top dollar March high traffic retail type numbers at, for at the lane. So basically my now what is... You got to be clean with this inventory. If you're clean now, you can play around, see if you can ask a little bit more for your cars as the traffic's there. Try to make some gross. If you're aged, use these months to clear out a lot of that stuff because again, 30, 45 days from now, the market's going to be a little bit different. And 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 what tends to be now, anything can change. You know, last year, wholesale values or wholesale levels were supposed to be really high and values were supposed to drop off, and that didn't happen. But we had hurricanes and taking cars out of the market and things like that that kind of threw things off. So So what I'm talking about can change, but traditionally in April going into May and June, it lightens up. And I wouldn't want to be stuck with these cars that we're buying in March because we're going lane, buying, paying in stupid money for these things. And then what's up, Tim Jackson? Good to see you, buddy. Um, Then we're going to be stuck with these cars. If we don't sell them in 30 days, we're going to be stuck with these cars in a slower market and where wholesale starts dropping off. So my now what? Get this inventory clean, get it clean. I just on a call late last night, nine ten o'clock for an hour and a half with a dealer that's been, we've been helping for a month and man, he says, he was beat up the fact that, you know, he wasn't able to be making gross in this month, but it, it, we're, we're cleaning up his age. He went from 35, 36% of his inventory over 60 days old, down to 25%, but he's, so he's making momentum, but 45% of his sales are still going out on aged cars. And that's why he can't make gross. And, you know, I even asked him, I said, what do you want to do? What do you want to do to get your grosses back? And I said, I don't want to be sound, smart out here or anything, but do you want to raise your prices? Do you want to raise your prices to see if you can get gross? I said, but, and he goes, no, you know, we both know that's a temporary fix. It might help a little bit uh, for a little bit of cars, but I know my volume will drop off. And again, his age won't disappear. So if you have an age problems, clean it up right now. Use this month's, clean it up. You are going to have to go to the auction, pay a little bit more for cars, but don't mark them up too high. But if you're clean, you can play around a little bit. Try to ask a little bit more, a little bit longer. But, again, with good discipline, you can get out of those cars. But don't, anything you're buying right now, get gone in the next 30 days because you're not going to want to be holding on to these high dollar, high wholesale cars, wholesale value cars in April into April going May and June and have these now 60, 70 old cars where you're slower market and, the, and everything's starting to drop off because guys are getting competitive with their prices, to get the traffic back. So hopefully this is helpful. Again, I, I just, the now what's is I want you to pay attention uh, to the cars that are zero, five, 10, 15, 20 days old right now. Those are the cars. If you're not going to be selling soon, you'll be stuck with in May and June when it's a softer month. And so reconsider that, okay? And don't um, hold out just because the market's good for the next and it has been for the last few days. But again, new cars dropping off, trades aren't there to be able, a lot of stores are struggling with trades. That's another conversation I did have uh, the other day with a dealer when he was complaining about what he had to buy at the auction, how he needed to buy it. And the first thing I went to was his appraisals and his system, he happened to use V auto. And I went in there and looked at, you know, not all of his appraisals were being in the system. Not all the appraisals were being finalized. Not all the appraisals had the the top dollar that he put in it. I'd pull up a car that I thought he hit light. He goes, yeah, but I actually ended up putting another grand in it. And the customer didn't want to do the deal, but he didn't document it. So, you know, the first thing I threw back at him is, you know, if I was the dealer or the general manager and you're the used car manager coming to me to complain about what the lane's doing and how much the lane costs, the first thing I'm going to do is point back to my appraisal process and say, well, how come that appraisal wasn't in the system? Why didn't you finalize that one? Hey, that, why'd you hit that one? So light? Oh, you put a grant in. Well, how come you didn't document that? You know, we need to figure out what we can control and our appraisals we can control. And, working uh, data mining and finding customers that our leases are up in the next six months. We can control that and try to get trades that way. We could control working our service lane. We could control making sure we're putting every appraisal in every dollar we put in an appraisal, make sure they're finalized, figure out who's strong and who's weak in appraisals and make the weak stronger, right? And have the stronger, handle more deals that have trades and, and figure that stuff out, control what you control before you complain about what's going on at the lane. All right. So and then if all that's right, then we worry about what's going on at the lane because hopefully and sorry getting a call. Hopefully we can knock the amount of cars I got to go to the lane for to buy down to minimum if I could control what I can control. And so wholesale again is high anything you're buying now anything that's less than 10 days old if you don't move in the next 30 days you're gonna be going into a month and the months that are slower and you're gonna own them for higher money and you're gonna be starting to lose more so get those things moving Um, if you're clean you can play around a little bit try the cars out but you know definitely by 21 days get the thing moving and get it gone also Whatever going on in the lane to understand trades are down, but are you maximizing your process on trades it 's mo- trades are the most important thing that happened on your showroom floor. it matters to your gross profit matters to how your used car inventory sits it matters to how many deals you do, but yet most dealers won 't track that they 'll tell you how many ups they had and how many phone calls they did but <laughs> you know, we're throwing hundreds of thousands of dollars on trade numbers and, and don't know what we did with that, those numbers. So again, I understand what's going on in the market, but look at the shelf in the mirror, control what you could control, and then do what you gotta do to buy some cars at the lame, and then make sure you got an exit strategy on 30 days on these cars. Hope this is helpful. Uh, be creative getting cars at the curb. That's right, Jonathan, uh, John um, Anderson, make sure, you know, get as many trades as you can, track it um adam you're asking what's the story with trucks are they still soft yeah you know for the last two three months january december january february trucks were just sitting and they're soft i think it's just more to uh, the abundance of them now i'm seeing trucks move a little bit there might be some uh, there's they're moving a little bit better some of my dealers are dabbling a little bit back in them but They're also, man, I was just on a call at the Ford store, I think 65 or so percent of his inventory was Fords, and as we're going through it, there's a lot of trucks, and because truck month is going on at Ford at a a lot of regions, and so they're getting a lot of these Ford truck trade-ins. So I can imagine it's gonna get soft still with the amount of the abundance of of Fords being traded in on these truck months, or trucks getting traded in. Also, I've seen a lot of uh, Rams picking up out there, inventory levels of Rams, of used Rams, being higher, so those seem to be a little bit soft. I mean, we can always sell a truck, a good truck, but they seem to sit around and you have to price them pretty aggressive. And the dealer that hits those cars, those trucks, sooner. Um, they also, when I look at percentage of margins on trucks, they're one of the slow, uh, lower margin spreads, meaning when a guy, between how they own it and what they sold it for, they typically run about 8% spread, where I've seen in, uh, compact and intermediate cars running 13 to 20% profit margins. Again, you think about a 12 grand car, if you made 1200 on it, you know, it's a 10% profit margin where if you made, you know, 12 or 1500 on a 30 grand truck, obviously the money's not as profitable. So that's the other thing to take into consideration. Um, trucks are always nice, easy to sell, but sometimes you're not making as you make a, a bigger profit. Sometimes maybe you made two grand, but on a 40 grand truck, it's not percentage wise as, as profitable as some of these other, other vehicles on your lot, but trucks are still a little soft, just because I think of the abundance of what's out there, but obviously SUV sales and trucks as a whole are are picking up versus the cars overall in the market. Where OEMs and everybody's focusing. But again, I hope this is hopeful. Uh, hopefully, see some of you peeps at. NADA, we'll be heading out there. Um, give me a call, email, check out lotpop.com if you want a free evaluation of your inventory and see how you're sitting. I love doing demos with dealerships on our services because I, I don't necessarily, with the demos, I'd rather give dealers some tips of what they can do with or without our services. So again, if you fill out a free evaluation, um, obviously I want to do a demo of what we do, but you'll obviously walk away with things that you can apply today to help improve your operations without, uh, even with or without our services. So hopefully this was helpful. See you guys later and we'll talk next week. Thanks.